Hi, this is the Inside Family Law Podcast. I'm Zoe Durand, your interviewer, and I'm here with Anne-Marie Cade. So what is it that you do, Anne-Marie? So I'm a mediator and a divorce coach. I'm also a lawyer, but I have transitioned through and I work exclusively now uh, as a divorce coach and a uh, mediator. And since the last couple of months, once I um, upskilled and did my training as a parenting coordinator as well. Oh, fantastic. That's really interesting. So look, all of those sound really fascinating, but the thing that I'd like to start with is um, you know, you talk about peaceful divorce. I saw that on your LinkedIn tagline. So yes. what, what does that mean to you and what does that concept mean in practicality? See, having worked as a lawyer for many years, I find that um, the legal system is premised on the idea that people can really make rational decisions, right, Mm. when they're going through a divorce. They are in turmoil, they're disoriented, and very rarely able to think clearly. So um, I felt that I would like to work with clients to get them sort of organized for that process. Mm. And um, what happens is clients generally see their lawyer with a singular focus on something or they form an emotional attachment to a particular position and it's very hard to move them from that position so it's about really getting clients to see that bigger picture see things differently Mm -hmm. um, so that they have more realistic expectations so um, I uh, help clients to really transition through that turbulent time to uh, manage the emotional and practical aspects of the uh, separation so that, um, you know, uh, eventually they can end up being stronger, happier versions of themselves. And that is the reason I do what I do. So is that the coaching or is that across all facets of what you do, that sort of approach is what you're talking about, really? See, I take that approach in uh, all the work I do. But having said that, I work exclusively as a coach and as a mediator. So uh, my passion is actually in the coaching space uh, because I feel that uh, clients really need help in that space. And it's about really getting them to be grounded and focused. And um, so I, I find that's very rewarding. Mm. Okay. So do you want to tell me a bit more about the actual coaching specifically? Like how does that work? How does someone like, how does the coaching process work? Do you, do you meet up? Do you talk on the phone? Does they, do they have, how do they access you? And what do you go through when you do the actual coaching? Like what is, what is it that most people want to know about when, when they're doing coaching? I know everyone's different, but Yes, so it just depends on where the client actually is, right? So I can coach them at any stage in the divorce process. So I have clients who come to me with the question of should I or shouldn't I? So it may mean helping them to tweak their communication, uh, see things differently, move uh, from that sort of space where they are blaming the other party for something or, you know, the way the relationship has gone, um, mm. to really, um, you know, be account- hold themselves accountable. Mm. And maybe just tweaking that communication can help them, um, you know, stay together. It's really looking at the bigger picture. So I can work with clients at that stage or when they have initiated the divorce process uh, where, you know, they might be going through uh, mediation or uh, litigation or even after. So it's at all stages of the divorce process and the work I do it um, involves uh, helping them with the 
practical and emotional aspects of the separation. So, you know, uh, when uh, you're going through a divorce, I find most clients are on this emotional roller coaster and there are so many practical challenges, right? They mm. end up being uh, most times a single parent and, you know, they've got to learn to manage the conflict. They, they don't really know how to manage their daily routine. They mm. become so uh, codependent so it's going through um you know what they need to do to prepare for the court process if that's the path they're going down rediscovering their own identity as a single person helping mm. them manage that co-parenting relationship and i'm also teaching them techniques and tools to help improve the communication manage that conflict so it, it you know it just depends on what the client her needs help with and at each session uh, i will focus on something different to help them to really, you know, become self-aware and self-discover. And I think that is the beauty of coaching. Okay. Now that does, that sounds really amazing actually. Um, I mean, because the thing is, it's, I always find, you know, clients come and see you as a lawyer because I'm still working as a lawyer as well as a mediator. And sometimes like that's their way into the process. I mean, I don't know if we're very almost like we're very us you know it's like people separate the first thing is lawyer you know and so not that there's anything wrong with that but they go that's sort of their way in but sometimes they might actually have there might be an underlying other issue you know like whether it is something really serious like some kind of mental health issue or there might be some really serious like drug or alcohol addiction issues or there could be maybe less obvious things like there could be that they need some sort of coaching like someone like you to help them like there's not like that's the entry point i often find is the legal process but then sometimes there's other things that might really help them at least as much as that process too, or as much as, you know, you know what I mean? Like there's other things of that course, could support them. Of course, because the thing is what happens is when they're going through a divorce, uh, what you find is typical is that they're retelling that story, right? They're retelling that negative narrative and perpetuating that ne- mm. negative narrative in their brains. Mm. And, you know, what happens is when we retell our stories, it links back to what has happened. Mm. Uh, and the brain doesn't really understand, um, you know, or know the difference between between then and now so when you're reliving that story um, you know it, it's about trying to move them to see things more rationally so I talk about moving clients from the story of divorce to the business of divorce so it's a very future focused mm. process um, mm. to really help the clients thinking to change you know uh, where you know and they understand that they're not going through this process alone um, and they when they get caught up in their own thinking process, there's an emotional blind spot and fear tends to take over, right? But as a coach, I'm trained to walk the path with the client, uh, trained to listen to them in a particular way, and I help them to reflect on their own thinking and become more self-aware. So I'm able to work with them to help them shift perspectives and that emotional attachment to the position that they have taken and that is a lesson so it's about dialing down those emotions and it's a process Um, and I feel that you know if they're coming to see me at a 10 and after a couple of weeks they're down to an 8 that's progress and Mm. they're going to make a big um, you know the the way they're going to approach their uh, divorce and, uh, and the legal you know, aspect too. Yeah, and, and the, the legal, legal process yeah. is going to be so different. Mm, that's so. That's really, really interesting. Um, I mean, because I've always sort of thought that about matters, but sometimes, I mean, sometimes there are matters that are genuinely very complicated legally, but there are sometimes matters that 
not necessarily that complex in terms of the legal issues, but there's other things, undercurrents driving the matter that are making it com- more complicated than it needs to be, which is those maybe people really strongly adhering to their story and, and sort of very ag- aggressively defending it and then they yes. can't move on even the smallest things. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, of all of that sort of stuff. So that the coaching could really help people with that. That's what I find. And, you know, it's the thing is they're going through a transition, but the stat, starting point for that transition is with an ending, right? So that's the divorce. So then they've got to manage that grief process, the end of a dream, the end of a relationship. So falling out of love is not easy. And that is, in effect, what's happening. And that's what's emotionally driving them. So shifting mm. that relationship with their former spouse Um, does not necessarily mean ending the relationship. And that is what I make them see. I talk about them, you know, um, talk to them about shutting down this business of the marriage and moving on to the business of co-parenting. So it's so important that they learn to establish clear boundaries, formalize parenting arrangements, respecting the privacy of the former spouse, you know, Mm. learning to improve communication and openly acknowledging that that marriage is at an end. Now, The question I get from a lot of people is that, you know, um, what's the difference between coaching and therapy? And that's that's interesting. That's interesting. Well, what is? I was going to ask that. What is the difference? See, with therapy, what's happening is uh, most times you're delving into the past and you're trying to evaluate, assess, diagnose, treat emotional and mental um, disorders, and not so much that. Just the, um, you know, the concern for your mental health. If if a person is very seriously depressed or really unable to move forward, then Mm. I would work with a therapist in tandem, you know, at the same time. So um, they're they're looking for family of origin issues. There's grief counseling. Mm. So that is what therapy involves. But with coaching, I'm there to assist clients to really be future focused and um, identify a goal and focus on that goal. It's about bringing their best selves to the process. So managing the divorce process um, and really getting them to move again from that negative narrative to see that this is a learning experience and that they are going to be okay once they get through this process. But really being an objective thinking partner. Mm. Now that is that's really interesting. Like about and the difference between, as you said, between I guess the therapy and the coaching. So yes, I guess when did this sort of divorce coaching start? I haven't. I mean, it's quite recent, isn't it? That I've sort of heard people saying they're doing divorce coaching. Is it a recent phenomenon, or was it sort of been something you've done informally for a long time, or that people have done informally for a long time, or what's the history of that? Of that? See, it's been uh, quite popular in the U.S. for quite a few years, Mm -hmm. and uh, it's um, gaining a lot of momentum in uh, the U.K. as well. Mm. Um, But I don't think it has been very popular here. Now, the thing is with coaching, I think it's really important to have that coaching training to be able to really coach a client because it's very different skills to what we learn in law school so you know it's so I've had to do extensive training in the coaching space Mm. um, to be able to really look at things differently and help clients and in addition to that I've done additional coaching um, you know to help 
clients manage conflict as well. So I can work with clients who are going through a high conflict divorce. Um, and conflict doesn't mean you, they can be, you know, it can be very high conflict. There may not be domestic violence, but you know, the, the fact that they can't have a conversation can mean that, you know, that could turn to be very high conflict. So I help clients to really stay focused and grounded. And I use a lot of mindfulness, uh, as well in my work, because, you know, it comes back to taking responsibility for your own actions. So mm. I incorporate a lot of that into my work as well. Mm. Now, that's really interesting. And, and you recently became a parenting coordinator, is that right? That's right. So yeah. I have uh, started offering those services as well. And um, parenting coordination um, is a process uh, where um, it, it's really child-focused uh, uh, dispute resolution process where the parents can uh, work with a parenting coordinator post-divorce order or, or post-divorce orders. And uh the coordinator helps them to work through any issues they may have, primarily communication issues, and to resolve the conflicts. So mm. they don't really have to then go back to a, a court if they have got issues. So I think it's a very valuable service mm. as well. Mm. Um, and that's quite, again, like it's quite recent to Australia. Is that right? That's right. Um it has been, um, uh, I, I know there are a few cases in uh, Queensland where uh, parenting coordinators have been appointed. So there are a few cases there, but we had mm. our first uh, order appointing a parenting coordinator um, last week in Victoria. And I was quite happy that uh, divorce right has been appointed in that case. So that was a first and Congratulations. very encouraging. Yeah, that's amazing. Congratulations. Hopefully it's, um, you know, going to sort of increase in, in Australia in terms of the uptake of parenting coordination. Thank you. Because yeah. it really helps parents, you know, avoid fights and protracted litigation, reduces the stress on the parents and the kids. And what's interesting is that when I did my parenting coordination training and uh, having the conversation with my uh, lecturers, what they seemed to think was that they thought it would be ideal for parents to actually work individually with a coach as well because there's a limited amount of help that a parenting coordinator can give clients when they're working with them together because that's the whole idea in parenting coordination that you're working with clients together so it might really be helpful for clients to have a coach on board to help them uh, you know work on certain issues they may be um, really stuck on so mm. there are so many advantages in this whole process yeah no I really like the idea of what you've raised about I guess people being stuck and then working through you know where as you said they're sort of so attached to that narrative and moving them more into the business of divorce rather than the story right so that I found that really interesting when you were saying that before because you would find that in practice about how people are so stuck on a position and it's mm. really hard to move them. Really so, hard, yeah. yeah. I know. So, And unlike having a friend you can talk to um, who's really 
uh, not objective because yeah. you know they want to be there for you um a coach on the other hand is an accountability body you know i love that accountability uh, body exactly yeah yes and i really hold them uh, accountable so um at the end of each coaching session there'll be certain takeaways you know and the uh, clients got to work on those issues and try and implement what we have decided on in the coaching session and then they come back to see me a couple of weeks later and if they have had issues we work through that and talk about it but i find that it it is so useful for clients to have that uh, helpful uh, objective thinking partner working with them it's interesting what you say about that that thing about how when people talk to their friends and i sometimes find and i don't mean you know, obviously, I think it's great people have support, you know, it's a great thing to have support through a divorce or separation. But sometimes, you know, people go, oh, my friend said that, you know, I could get more or it's almost like the friend or the neighbor or the cousin of the neighbor's friend is almost not <laughs> making it not worse. But you know yeah. what I mean? Like, like, it's sort of and, and because they want to be so on their side and show their support, that can then sometimes translate into just unquestioningly agreeing with everything they're saying to try and show that support do you know what I mean yeah Yeah. of course and that can be very distracting and Mm. also quite destructive to the process Mm. and your friend is well meaning Mm. yeah well meaning yeah yeah but it's just that um, I'm able to work with clients so that they understand that their experience is unique as their friends was unique as well to their situation. Mm. So, um, you know, it's about very gently talking to clients that that's fine. I'm glad you have a really good friend. Maybe yeah. go out and have uh, coffee with them. Uh, but, you know, when it comes to your divorce, you need to put certain people on a shelf sometimes and really focus on what it is that you've got um, to deal with. So mm. I'm able to talk to them, uh, you know, along those lines and they uh, listen and are able to really make those changes, which would help them in the long run. Mm. Now that is really, that's really, really fantastic. So how do people like locate you? So I have a lot of people listening in some, it's sort of a mix of about half, half a lawyers and half of people who are separating so I imagine some lawyers would be listing in and going oh this is my you know I've got some clients that would really benefit from this and you know people who are separating might think that sounds like really valuable to them so how do people track you down and, and do you only help people in, in Melbourne or you were saying you can do it remotely as well I can do it remotely as well so um, Divorce Right is uh, my website mm-hmm. and if you google Divorce Right you will you know find my uh, uh details on there and I can work with clients anywhere in Australia so uh, I can talk to them via Zoom or Skype whatever uh, they're comfortable with and I also see clients uh, face to face so Mm. uh, that was interesting because you did say that you'll have lawyers listening in I have actually spoken to the legal services board um, uh, to get um, their perspective on um, how they would see a service sorry, I like divorce coaching, um, because I wanted to understand what the problems that lawyers face were. And what they told me was that about 25% of the complaints against family lawyers, and this is in Victoria, uh, arise because clients feel misunderstood. And there's that breakdown in communication. It's about expectations not being managed. Mm. um, And uh, clients feel that uh, they are not heard you know and 
the coaching service can really assist clients in that respect. So I can even work with clients as an interface between themselves and their lawyer and, Mm -hmm. you know, explain processes to them so that they are more rational and more accepting of uh, what it is um, that has that has been told to them. So I find that's a very interesting angle, actually. Mm, that's really, really interesting. Well, is there anything else you want to add um, before we finish up about, I guess, you know, divorce coaching or parenting coordination or mediation or, or the future of, of these? Any other thoughts or just comments you want to make? Um, what I feel is that the trauma of divorce is not well understood. Uh, you know, the, mm. we are still approaching divorce like we did, um, you know, in the 20th century. We are moving, mm. this is the 21st century, mm. and there are a whole host of new services available to really assist clients. And it's so important to engage with, you know, all these professionals. And that holistic approach, I feel, is uh very important and necessary and not enough of that is done uh, possibly because you know people are not aware of these new services so I just hope that um, more clients and more lawyers uh, you know take up these services and you know direct their clients to uh, services that can be really helpful to keep them future focused yeah future focused I love that okay well look Thank you so much. That was a really, really interesting, like I genuinely mean that, really interesting um, interview and it's got my mind thinking and wondering and probably for the rest of the day about some of the things you said. Thank you so much. Thank you, Zoe. It's been a pleasure chatting to you. Thank you.